Hello, everyone. How are you? It's Pastor Rod Plummer here in Tokyo, Japan. I'm so excited to bring you the Word of God today. Are you excited by the, by the Word of God? Well, I want to talk about Psalm 23, and this is going to be a, a series about what is God like? What is God like? And, and it says very clearly in, in Psalm 23, verse 1, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not lack, or I shall not fall behind. I won't miss out on anything. God is the good shepherd. And I want to talk to you the next four weeks about parts of this Psalm 23 so that you can know exactly what what a shepherd is like, what sheep are like. And you're going to love the Lord more. You're going to love being a sheep more. Uh, You're going to to follow the shepherd. And and there's going to be a whole lot of uh, videos and photographs to just bring this close to our hearts. So you ready? We're going on a bit of an adventure together about the shepherd and the sheep. Here we go. So I want to tell you a story. When, when I was growing up, I had a great joy of being brought up in, uh, I was born in, brought up in Sydney, but we always went to our cousin's farm in the September holidays. September holidays was uh, two weeks and we went down there by train and me and my cousins and, and my sisters and about five of us. It was so much fun. We took our push bikes to the, the country lanes, but we went down there to our cousin uh, James's sheep farm. It was a joy. Have you ever been to a sheep farm? Have you ever seen sheep close up? Well, I think I'm going to try and help you today because it was such a, a beautiful experience for me as a little boy for maybe five years in a row, every year going to the sheep farm. And what did I experience there? First of all, I saw happy sheep. I, I, it was just the most beautiful green uh, part of Australia, just beautiful rivers and big trees and um, and as you come in um, on the train, you start to see sheep, sheep country. And we got there and went out to the farm and there was just thousands and thousands of sheep. It was a big sheep farm. It was a good sheep farm. And, and my cousin James was the kindest, kindest, most lovely uh, man. He used to welcome us. We, when I say cousin, it's probably older, but uh, welcomed us little kitties. And uh, you come to see the, see the sheepies and we're going to go to the back. We're going to go to the back fields, and you're going to see the lammies, the little baby lambs, and you're going to. It was just so exciting. Imagine a little kid with this sort of wonder world called a, a sheep farm. And I saw happy sheep. I saw that they looked really good, looked really healthy. I saw that they had lots of wool. Do you know that sheep regrow their wool every year? And when they shear it, that means when they cut all the shear off the the the, the sheep. Uh, the, those wool would, would makes our sweaters and socks, you know, makes beautiful wool garments. And so lots of wool in September. And I remember many times we got there and they said the shearing is starting soon. And we watched the men uh, get the shears and they would um, take the wool off the sheep's back and uh, try not to hurt the sheep at all. It takes about 10 minutes per sheep, about 10 minutes. They just completely take a, the fleece off the back of a sheep. We would just watch this. It was like, wow, these guys are so talented. And we saw lots of happy dogs too. <laughs> Everyone loves happy dogs. Yay. And the sheep dogs are so smart. They're so intelligent. They're so, they're so fun. They're so nice. These black and white Aussie sheep dogs called collies. And um, they're, just, they're just happy. They're just lovely dogs and, and they don't hurt the sheep, but they round the sheep. So, so the first thing was, it was a happy farm. The second thing was, was when I would hear the voice of the shepherd, my cousin, it was always about things are as they should be. 
the, 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 um, the water is there in the rivers and the trees look good and the sheep look good and the lambs look good. It was always about it looking good and we've got to do this here. And, 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 and the talk was it, was it was as it should be. It was the environment that was good for the sheep. And the third thing I, I, I noticed was that when they talked about the sheep, my cousin, they never, you know, some people talk about the sheep as stupid, but they never talked like that. They always talked about the sheep as needy, helpless, without a shepherd, always needing food or, or needing medicine or needing something. And I remember one time there was a missing sheep. And I, I just was amazed that my cousin, out of those thousands of sheep, literally thousands, and somehow he knew there was a sheep missing. Maybe it was the same sheep that went missing last year. Maybe it was that troublesome sheep that just kept wandering off. And um, you, you know the one that's like Jesus told the story, right? In, in Luke 15, let's just read that story really briefly here. Luke 15, 4 to 5, Jesus speaking. What man of you or what farmer of you having a hundred sheep, if he loses one of them, does not leave the 99 in the wilderness and go after the one which is lost until he finds it. And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders. He walks home rejoicing. I've found my sheep. I've found my sheep. And, and the picture that Jesus says is, is which one would not do that? Now, I've got to explain that in Jesus' day, there was lots of shepherds in lots of fields. And, and each sheep had their ear marked as belonging to a certain shepherd or a certain owner. So that each sheep grouping had different marks. So they would leave their, their, their flock with someone else for a short period of time to go and look for the missing sheep. So I always used to think, well, when they go away, what's happened to the 99? They're going to they're gonna wander. But no, they, they leave them with another shepherd in the, just the next field, the next, next, next little place, and they're going to be safe, and you go look for your sheep. And Jesus told this because the shepherd loves the sheep. So what I heard them talk about the sheep that was missing was we've got to go and find the sheep. And the amazing thing was he had a good idea where that sheep would be because he'd found that sheep in a certain riverbed uh, year after year before. So we got on the back of the truck. It was so exciting for us young kids and, and this truck and going over hills and through gates. And, and we finally went over and we went down. And sure enough, there was a sheep upside down beside the river. It was alive. It was okay. But if we didn't get there, it would have died. And my cousin said that. He said, whoa, I'm glad we found her because she would have died otherwise. So he gets her out and, and pulls her out and, of the mud and, and tries to clean her a bit and says, where you go? Go on, get back, go back. And uh, we will get in the truck and go home with this great story about how the, 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 the farmer, the shepherd had found his sheep and we're rejoicing hey, in the back of the truck. Whoa, it was so much, it was so much fun. And I, I, just, I just think of what is the shepherd like? And from a little boy and then looking at the Bible, the shepherd is good. The shepherd's heart is good. The shepherd's heart is close. Although the sheep are helpless and sometimes they appear a bit silly, the shepherd is just wanting to care for them. The good shepherd cares for the sheep. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And I think about, you know, when I got to know Jesus and he, he came into my life and I got to know the good shepherd. It was about 42 years ago. And I want to tell you, these 42 years has been ups and downs, but I've always had the good shepherd 
with me, close to me, watching me, loving me, and, and uh, I know you have too. And that's just an incredible concept that we have about God. Now, the second thing I want to talk about is the sheep. And, and we're called sheep in the Bible. Did you know that? Everybody go, meh. <laughs> um, some, of, some of you can do that better than others, I'm sure. But um, we all go, meh or bah, whatever your, your culture says. <laughs> but I want to say a few things about sheep because it's important that we understand the relationship. You see, it's not just about having a good shepherd. It's about having good sheep or sheep that, that, that want a shepherd in their lives. And so the, the second thing I want to talk about is this, this the, is the, the sheep. And um, the first thing is that they're really nice. <laughs> As a little boy, when I first encountered sheep, they were probably a bit taller than me. I guess I was a little kid at the time and maybe not. But uh, uh, they, they, just, they were just like, like, like lovely animals, like lovely furry, woolly, uh, nice animals. And they smelt like sheep, yep. And you, they, they, you'd touch them, they wouldn't bite you. They were they were, they're just nice animals. They're, they're actually quite sweet. And um, I was reading, I was doing some research for this and I was reading that they actually have the same intelligence as dogs. Like they're not stupid, but they are helpless. It's a different concept. And so the second thing I want to say is they're helpless without a shepherd. And Jesus spoke about this in, in Matthew 9. He said he looked at the people, he felt compassion, oh, because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. But we are not sheep without a shepherd. We have the good shepherd. And the third thing I want to say about sheep, and this is really important in the Word of God, and, and we come here to, to John chapter 10, because Jesus in John 10 says boldly, I am the good shepherd. Jesus boldly, New Testament, carries over the picture of shepherd, and Jesus, who's going to die for us and be resurrected, says, I'm the good shepherd. I'm the good shepherd of your soul. So let's just have a look at this because the sheep, listen, they know the voice of the shepherd. Is that you, Lord? No, that's not the Lord. Is that you, Lord? No, that, that's the Lord. He loves me. He wants to heal me. He wants to. Yeah, that's, that's the voice of the shepherd right there. You've you got to get to know the voice of the shepherd through his word and through the Holy Spirit within us. Look at, look at John 10. Two to four. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep listen to his voice. The actual verb is continual, continually listen to the good shepherd. And he calls his own sheep by name continually. Come on, come on, Rod. Come on, Shiva. <laughs> come on, come on. He caught he knows us by name. And um he knows us by name. And I was actually watching a video of an Afghan shepherd boy in Afghanistan. And um, they asked him, he only had a small flock of sheep. And they asked him, how many sheep do you have? And he said, I don't know. And they said, you don't know, but you're the shepherd. And he said, it's okay, because I know them all by name. I, that's what he said. That's a little boy in a video. Incredible. He said, I know them by name. I know if any of us missing. It's an incredible concept that, that, that he calls us by name. He knows us and he leads them out. What's out? Out to a good place to eat, etc. And when he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them. God is always ahead of us. Amen. God is always in front of us. Amen. Where we're going, he's already there. He's preparing, he's planning, he's working, he's, he's working behind the scenes. He's, he's doing God's stuff to help the sheep move towards 
where he wants us to go. And after he, he goes ahead of us, it says the sheep follow him because they know his voice. And so I want to say really clearly about the sheep, that's me, is that we need to know the voice of the shepherd and we need to follow the shepherd because he's going to lead us into good places. You know, I, I've been a pastor for 42 years and uh, I, I just know the impact of people following God's word, just, just getting a word. I, I remember when I was just a brand new Christian, I was learning the concept of journaling. And for the first time, I'd open the Bible and, and I put my finger down in the middle of the Bible and, and God had spoken to me um, about something very difficult in my life. And, and only God could speak what God spoke to me that night. It was like, whoa, it's the voice of the shepherd. And God is for me and God is with me and his power is on me. And I, I learned after a few days that you can get to know the voice of the Lord. Amen. Give the Lord a big praise. Come on. He is good. And as we listen to his voice, he's going to lead us to the next thing. The next thing, God is my shepherd. I shall not lag behind. The Lord is my shepherd. I'm not going to miss out. The Lord is my shepherd. I'm going to hear his voice. The Lord is my shepherd. I'm going to follow him. It's the best way. It's the only way to live. And that's the way God wants us sheep to be, that, that he calls us, he, he loves us, but he wants us to follow his ways, follow his voice and know that even though there are some hard times, we've got to believe in the goodness of the shepherd. He's going to lead us into good things. And the last thing I want to say is the Lord is my shepherd. I want to personalize this even further. And uh, in a minute, I'm going to read the whole Psalm 23. Um, but I, want to, I, want, I just want to just mention to you that um, you know we can just read the Bible or we can eat the Bible um, Eugene Peterson, who wrote the message translation of the Bible, talks about this. It talks about eating the book, about making the book part of who you are. Like not just, oh, yes, I know about the shepherd. It's like uh, taking in the very goodness of God. And I want to read to you a version of Psalm 23 from the Scottish version. Now, I'm not going to do a Scottish accent, sorry. I'll do an Australian accent. But, it, but it's from Scotland 330 years ago. It's called the Scottish version. And when you hear this version, you're going to hear it. It's actually going to rhyme, uh, which the Scottish people were clever enough to do. But I want to tell you a story around this Psalm 23. In America, back in the, the Wild West days, there was people who used to ride horses to town after town, and they would collect an audience, and they would just speak with their beautiful voices, maybe a rich voice, a deep voice, like a, uh, you know, one of those lovely voices you hear on movies or whatever, and, and had a rich voice, and people would come, and that's how they made their money. They would actually get a group of people, uh, do their voice, and then pass the hat around, and people would put money in, a bit like buskers today or street performers, right? And um, so he was a, a very good, and he would use parts of Shakespeare or maybe from the Bible or, or somewhere. He would say, and people would clap. And so he, uh, he had finished his session and the people were clapping and cheering and uh, they'd, they'd never heard such a beautiful orator and uh and they, they were saying encore encore which means one more one more and he said okay and he pointed to an old man in the back an old farmer he said yes sir what is your request and the old farmer said sir i would request that you recite psalm 23 the lord is my shepherd and and the uh, orator was not a religious person but he knew the psalm he knew it and uh, he said, oh, this will be interesting. I'll, he said, I'll, I'll, I'll make you a deal, sir. He said, I will, 
I will recite Psalm 23 if you recite it next after me. It was like a strange thing to do, but the, the old farmer said yes, and everyone was cheering, and, and so the, uh, the, the, the man started. I'm going to use this Scottish version. It goes like this. This is the Lord's, this is the Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. Are you ready? Here it goes. This is the Scottish version. The Lord's my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me down to lie. In pastures green, he's leading me the quiet waters by. My soul he has restored again, and now I'm made to walk within the paths of righteousness and for his own name's sake. Yea, though I walk in death's dark veil, yet I will fear no ill, for you are with me and your rod and staff, they comfort still. My table you've made ready in the presence of my foes. My head you have with oil anoint, my cup it overflows." Goodness and mercy all my life shall surely follow me. And in God's house forevermore my dwelling place shall be. And all the people stood up and cheered and clapped. The orator was such beauty, beauty of voice and, and clarity. You could hear it like a mile away. It was so clear. It was, it was amazing. And, and when the, 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 the cheering settled down, the, the orator said to the old farmer, Sir, it is your turn. It is your turn to come and say the psalm. And so the old farmer came forward and uh, he knew the psalm. He knew the psalm. And he gets up there in front of all the people and he's, he's really sort of nervous. And well, he's not going to be paid for this because he's not an orator. But he says, okay, it was a deal. I, I will say Psalm 23. And all I'm going to do now is say it from my heart because that's what the farmer did. He, he didn't have a big voice. He didn't have a public ministry. He was just a farmer who who loved Psalm 23. So I'm just going to say it simply from my heart right now. Here we go. The Lord's my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie. He makes me down to lie. In pastures green, he's leading me the quiet waters by. My soul he has restored again. And now I'm made to walk within the paths of righteousness and for his own namesake. Yea, though I walk in death's dark veil, yet I will fear no ill, for you are with me, and your rod and staff, they comfort still. My table you've made ready in the presence of my foes, my head you have with oil anoint, my cup it overflows. Surely, Goodness and mercy all my life will surely follow me. And in God's house forevermore, my dwelling place will be. And as the old farmer finished, no one was clapping. No one was standing. His voice wasn't great. But right across the crowd, you could see people with tears in their eyes. All over the place, people were moved. People were touched. And the orator gets back up and says, well, that was an experience. Thank you, sir. You may sit down. And as he sat down, the people looked to the orator for explanation to the, what had just happened. It was a different experience. And the, the orator, I think, was strangely touched by God as he said his last statement. And he said these words. He said, the difference was, I knew the psalm, but the old farmer knows the shepherd. Friends, I want to tell you, it's not enough just to know the psalm. It's a good psalm. It's read at, at 
funerals and sad places as well as good places. And it's, it's used all over the world. It's probably the number two known scripture in the whole Bible behind John 3.16, which says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. The second most well-known is Psalm 23. And so he said, I know the psalm, but there was something different about that farmer. He knows the shepherd. And friends, my, my prayer for you today, my, my, my desire for you today is you've seen the pictures of beautiful sheep and beautiful sheep farms and, and, and lovely sheepdogs and, uh, and wool and, and the metaphor, the picture that God wants you to know. What sort of God is God? What is God like? Well, he's the good shepherd. He is the good shepherd. And we are the sheep that hear and follow. And he leads us and we will not miss out on anything. Do you believe that? I remember 42 years ago, I came to Jesus Christ and came out of a life of not very nice things. And the moment I met the shepherd, the moment, a little night, a little church, I, I said, God, now. I just said, actually, I just said, now and God's power came on my life the, the darkness within me left and God's goodness came on my life not my goodness God's goodness came. and I was different I was changed and I hadn't done anything but I was now his sheep and I was now listening to Jesus voice and following and so my 42 years of life have been pretty amazing hasn't always been upwards upwards but it's been good Good marriage, good family, good kids, good church, good friends, good, good life. Because the shepherd is good. He wants to know you. He wants you to listen to his voice. Come on, let's read his word. Journal, read a little bit every day. Say, God, you're my shepherd. Speak to my soul. And Knowing whatever we read is going to be good for us. It's going to be great for us. One of my pastors uh, said, uh, Japanese pastors said, when he, he started to understand that the Bible was not about God telling him what to do every day, it was like God the shepherd, God the Father speaking to him to come into a winning way of living. And I think that's what this is. The Lord is my shepherd. I know that God's word is not, is not just instruction. It's not religion. It is the shepherd guiding us into a great life. Let's pray right now. Lord, I pray that we would know the shepherd. We would be sheep that hear your voice and follow you. And we're going to lead, you're going to lead us into green pastures, amazing life. Lord, you, you, you're, you're that sort of God. You just love us because you love us. You died on the cross because you love us. You rose again because you love us. You are an amazing God. And I pray that we would go forward out of here with a renewed heart a new love for your word, a new love for obedience, following you in all your ways. And I pray that everyone here would sense this great love right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Come on. And maybe you don't know the Good Shepherd, but right now you could. Right now. Right now. I'm going to count to three. Would you like to know Jesus, the Good Shepherd? Would you like to give your life to him? He will come into your life. I'm going to count to three. Ready? One. God loves you. Two. Are you ready to open your heart? Three. Come on, let's pray right now. Thank you, Jesus, for people opening their hearts to the good shepherd. You died, you rose again for me, for us. And you would come in with your grace and forgiveness and new life in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, come on, church. Let's, let's go forward and, and know that God is with us. God bless you all.